Hello, and welcome to the newest episode of the Benaka Cast. This is the first episode that I've recorded in well over a year. So I'm just going to go, uh, I'm by myself this time, I should say, and just talk about some things that have recently been happening that I'm interested in. You know, stuff that isn't going to make for normal content on the channel, uh, as I'm going to be focusing more on some review content. I'm working on a couple of those already at the moment. And so I'm going to talk about other stuff that I like, whether it's uh, video games or TV shows or just maybe a movie that isn't part of a franchise that I had seen recently that could get its own review. Maybe it's more recent, um, that sort of stuff. Uh, I, I'm pretty light for content uh, today, so I'm just going to go through a few recent things that have been coming up, and I'm going to give a, a review of a game that I've been playing for a while, that being Brawlhalla. And a new game that has gained, well, actually not new, but a game that has recently gained immense popularity, that being Among Us. Both being free, to some extent, Among Us is free on mobile. But we'll get into that. So, to start off, uh, just some movie news that had recently happened. Uh, This isn't all the movie news, I mean, there's been a lot of stuff. Jamie Foxx is is apparently confirmed to return as Electro for Spider-Man 3, and it seems to be that he won't be blue, um, but perhaps a more classic incarnation of the character. So we'll see how that pans out. My guess is it won't be the same version as The Amazing Spider-Man 2, although we could be seeing some alternate universe stuff. I personally prefer to stay away from that because I don't want to have to watch a ton of other movies just to, you know, get context. Hopefully that won't be necessary. But one thing that I was fairly disappointed about, but also sort of relieved by, uh, was the new 007 film, No Time to Die, uh, Daniel Craig's final film as James Bond. It's been delayed. It was coming out November 20th, and now it's been delayed till something like April 4th, uh, which is a long time away. It's like six months. And I was going to try and watch all the James Bond movies beforehand, which I was kind of dreading because my time has been, uh, it's been running out with each day. So now that that is farther back, I can hopefully watch those and review them as I watch them and then kind of make some videos with that later on. The whole delay, I I know my parents weren't happy about it. I I would like to see the movie. but maybe this is what's best for, I guess, my channel at the moment. But it does look pretty good. There's that recent trailer and the the theme that's playing near the end of the trailer. The way they use that with the editing, I really quite liked. Another film that was delayed was Dune. Uh, this just happened today, and it was delayed up about a year till October 1st. And it's currently October 5th right now. So like 360 days away, uh, which is a long time. And we just got a trailer, and it looks fairly interesting. I'm not familiar with the source material or the older film. I believe it was done by uh, David Lynch. We'll see how it pans out. It's got a pretty stellar cast, all things considered. And I know that director has done some pretty critically acclaimed stuff before. Um, But that's pretty big. And that is October 1st. And that is currently sharing the release date of another Warner Brothers film, that being The Batman. Uh, I'm more excited for The Batman but the way it's looking, there's a very good chance that that movie will be delayed a year into 2022, uh, which will be very unfortunate if that does happen. It's just, it'll just be sort of sucky. One thing that doesn't seem to be delay, getting delayed anymore uh, is that of Cyberpunk 2077. And overall, I think the game looks 
really solid. I've purposely stayed away from a lot of the marketing. I mean, I've seen a few trailers and stuff like that, and I follow them on Instagram, but I've, I've kind of been staying away from the gameplay stuff, and I know they haven't revealed a crazy amount, which is good. Uh, I just want to kind of go into it a little more surprised. I don't think I'll get it on release because there's a few games that I'm wanting to finish. I want to finish Red Dead 2. I just got into Grand Theft Auto 5. I need to get into God of War, that sort of stuff. There, I have story games that I have to beat, but so much of my time that I've been spending on uh, my PlayStation has largely been involved with online games, uh, whether that be GTA Online or Red Dead Online or Fortnite or Minecraft or uh, Brawlhalla and Among Us, like I'll be getting into here shortly. But the last major bit of news that has come up recently is that Steve from Minecraft, the you know the default character, has officially been announced uh, as part of the roster in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which is really huge. I mean, a lot of people were excited uh, about it. For me, I saw the announcement just sort of came out of nowhere, and I wasn't like, yeah, I wasn't screaming, but I I. I was really relieved, I was like, about time. Because really, the characters that they keep throwing in, whether it's another Fire Emblem character or whoever Terry is, uh, a lot of these characters, they don't really feel like they deserve to be part of the game. Uh, the first third-party characters they did, it was like Sonic and Solid Snake and Pac-Man and Mega Man. And that was like, yeah, these are characters that deserve to be in the game. And then they got Ryu and Cloud, like those characters that are gaming icons. All that stuff I was super into. Then they started doing like Bayonetta, and I was like, yeah, it's very popular. You know, I'm okay with Bayonetta. It's not like, I don't know if she's a gaming icon, but, you know, definitely cementing herself in the uh, industry, I guess. But the ones that really started to kind of make me a little unexcited was those you know terry uh hero from dragon quest or whatever i get that's a very nostalgic character to some it just didn't seem like it was anything new to the game i mean apparently his whole system is really unique which is good although i have heard it is broken as someone who doesn't own a switch my smash bros time has all come from the wii u pretty much almost exclusively from that wii u game which really, it's incredibly close to Ultimate. Ultimate is basically the Wii U version, but with more characters and more maps, and it's a little more polished. They're really similar in terms of gameplay and features. A few differences here and there, but really it's nothing that Wii U couldn't have been updated into. However, you know, you got Simon Belmont and whatnot. Uh, Ken from Street Fighter did get in there. You know, these characters, uh, yeah, uh, Castlevania older game but it is still a classic like that i get you know it's sort of like mega man that i understand and steve is like he's a he's iconic whether or not you like minecraft that's totally up to you it's subjective whatever that's a character that deserves to be among the ranks of these other characters like mario like link uh donkey kong samus all those characters steve deserves to be in the game and i think to have alex works uh really well and apparently we are also getting the zombie character and 
an Enderman character. The Enderman looks a little funny. Uh, that's just because they I, they had to format it to Steve's personality. I assume it's going to be like uh, Bowser Jr. and the Koopalings. Uh, personally, Lemmy actually being my main in the game. Um, that's how I assume they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to be mirror characters or anything like that. But the whole system in the trailer, being able to mine and craft and build, that stuff seemed really, really cool and creative. And with each character they're adding, their movesets, you know, at least when I think of Wii U, every character has a very basic formula. You know, they have their, like, three or four special moves you know the the b button then they have their a button moves and the smash attacks and super smash like it was very simple straightforward now i guess the only character to really break that was cloud where he had that uh like limit break where you could kind of charge stuff up and then do a normal attack but even then that wasn't a lot or ryu having to you're able to do a few combos but that really wasn't a lot now with the whole thing with hero and steve it seems to be getting very complex with the new characters, and I hope that is something they intend to continue in the future, because that seems really, really interesting to me from a gameplay standpoint. And the game that I'm going to be getting into here in a second is like almost the polar opposite. Um, so I guess that that's what's going to lead me into this game here that I'm talking about. Brawlhalla is a free game. You can find it on pretty much every platform, uh, PS4, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, PC, and recently mobile. Uh, I've only played it on my PlayStation. However, I mean, I've thought about getting it on my phone, although I have an iPhone 6, so my phone battery is... Uh, it's being tested uh, recently. Uh, really, the only game I have on there is Subway Surfers that I actually play, and I'm Among Us, but I'll, I'll get into that. However, Brawlhalla is this Smash Bros-style platform fighter and it's it's free to play it's online and you can do ai and it's this thing that i downloaded uh maybe a couple of years ago and i never really touched it it was something i think my friend had at one point and it was just nothing that i really got into it was just a uh, it was a fighter and i couldn't help but compare it to smash brothers because it's very similar in style the platform style uh, the characters knocking each other off the stage or out of bounds. That stuff, it was all it was all very familiar to me. And I left it for a little bit, uh, for several months. And then I got back into it, and I believe that's when I purchased the uh, Dwayne Johnson skin. The Rock had a skin, which was... I mean, these crossover skins that they started to implement were characters they were listed as their own characters on the board i mean you can have an option as whether or not you want them as a skin or their own separate character i like having them as their own separate character but they basically are copies of other characters that's like how you have uh, smash bros you can have these super complex characters like steve or you can have ganondorf who is just a copy of captain falcon minus a few stat changes and then i i left it a bit for i left it again for a bit even after uh, spending money to get the rock character and then i left it for again several months until my friend also named ben asked if i wanted to play it during quarantine this year uh, when we're all stuck inside and because it was free we could all get it you didn't need playstation plus to play online because it was free and we just fought each other because it wasn't a game where you had to grind for unlocks that gave you advantages over other players it was based solely on skill new players did not have anything 
worse in terms of weaponry or abilities uh, compared to other players other than just those players who play more are likely going to be better at the game just through skill and learning the game mechanics and all of that jazz. So the way Brawlhalla is set up, it's very animated. It's like a cartoon. It's 2D, but it's not pixelated. If you think of a game like Rayman, uh, which Rayman is actually his own character in the game, not even a skin. He's the only crossover who is his own separate character with his own separate moves. But it's very cartoony in that Rayman style. I mean, Rayman is very uh, kind of storybook-ish, and this is very uh, animated. It's very cartoony, I uh, think something like Cuphead, although not in the same animation style, you know, that 30 style that Cuphead has, but more just a sort of modern cartoon, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And in that sense, when it does get animated, the game can be very nice to look at, I think. Like all the characters, all the stages, they are all very simple. Uh, characters, for example, there's now 51 characters in the game. And, which is, I mean, that's a lot of characters. And the interesting thing to me um, is that despite having all these characters, the game takes up little more than half a gigabyte. It's like 15 megabytes more than the Disney Plus application on my PlayStation, which to me is crazy. Uh, despite how many hours I've put in the game, uh, it takes up so little memory. And I think a large part of that is really you don't need these complex character models they're they're 2d again uh yet the game still makes it look fresh and appealing uh but the game every character is very simple it can be very competitive in that sense because all of the characters are they all have something similar in which every character you know ha they have their main uh i guess you want to call them their a attacks uh, for me it's squared you know their light attacks where they can just punch with fists but you can also pick up weapons, and each character is assigned two weapons. As far as I'm aware, no two characters can have the same two weapons. Every time you pick up a weapon, uh, whether you drop it or you throw it away, the next pick weapon you pick up will just be the other weapon. Uh, and so it'll swap back and forth every time you pick up a weapon. And so, for example, the character that I main, the character I play the most, is a character named Isaiah. Uh, granted, not a popular character in the community. Um, he's one that I've really enjoyed. And he just has guns. Uh, I mean, one of his weapons is a blaster. Uh, the other one is a cannon. I prefer the cannon. Both of the heavy attacks that they hold, I guess the special attacks, if we're talking uh, like Smash Brothers, the heavy attacks for both I like a lot. The light attacks for the cannon I prefer much more. Because with blasters, I mean, with the weapons, all the light attacks are ver universally the same. A character who holds katars, uh, not guitars, but like katars. So one character that wields that is going to have the same light attacks with that weapon as someone else who holds the same type of weapon. You know, someone who holds an axe will have the same light attacks, like Taros, who holds an axe, will have the same light attacks when wielding his axe as someone like... Uh, Baraza, who also has an axe, they're gonna have the same light attacks if they're holding that weapon. You get the gist. So the characters all follow this two-weapon formula, and that can make it very uh, simple and very, like, there's no, there's not many characters that can just be super, like, 
there's no characters that can be way better than uh, the other. Where that really comes down to is the heavy attacks within the character's weapons. Certain characters do more damage. I mean, some have different stats where it's speed or agility or dexterity, defense, that sort of stuff. Um, and that's really where the difference in characters is. And so you just got to find one that feels right to you. For me, I find personally, I don't like playing against those who wield spear because it can be very... There, it's a very quick weapon to use, and they can hit a lot of attacks on you in a very short amount of time. Uh, I mean, there's dodging. You can dodge and then immediately do an attack in the air. It's called a gravity-canceled attack. I don't know, I guess because it cancels gravity. Um, but there, a lot of people complain about spamming. I mean, the heavy attacks in this game are often referred to as signature attacks or your SIGs. So people will complain about SIG spamming. Um, although if you lose to a SIG spammer, that's kind of your fault because it is pretty easy to uh, dodge and then punish the, that person. And if, I mean, if they beat you, they beat you, right? So with the online, you have a few options. The recommended one is a uh, 1v1v1v1, uh, like four-person free-for-all, uh, where you just try and get as many KOs and as little losses uh, in the time limit. That's okay. I find it's good for leveling up people. Uh, there is a 2v2 uh, friendly. Uh, there is a 1v1 experimental where you can test out new features that they're implementing. For me, my favorite to do is just ranked stuff. 1v1 ranked is just my favorite mode. There's none of the experimental stuff, and it's just one-on-one. -on -one. That's I don't have to worry about a teammate. Ranked 2v2 is a little more fun with a friend, especially because you can actually damage your teammate in that mode. And that can get uh, kind of uh, a little heated, depending on who you're playing with, or it can just be funny. There are the stages, like the characters are very simple and very basic. A lot of them are just a flat stage. The artwork is really nice in the background, although sometimes I wish there was a little more going on with them. I think my favorite one is the Ben 10 map, because there are a few platforms that often move around and actually change up how you're going to try and attack someone. That's the one that's the most interesting to me. A lot of them just devolve into basic shapes that you're fighting on. And like like the characters, like the stages, the items that aren't weapons are also very basic. You have a horn, which calls your sidekick, which is the little dude that drops you onto the map, and he'll deliver you a weapon and hit anyone along the way that comes in the path of the sidekick he just kind of flies across the screen the uh, sidekick does almost no damage to your opponent um, I don't think I've ever seen someone get KO'd by getting knocked into that although it is nice to use I mean it's just to get a weapon the other ones are a spike ball which can be useful uh, and can be fast it can you gotta watch out for it it's just a way to kind of a good way to rack up damage but it's very basic it's like throwing a ball at someone the other ones are, there's a bomb which uh, bounces, and you can actually catch it if you have good timing. I think that's very satisfying when I actually catch a bomb thrown my way. And you can't hit yourself, so you got to be careful. The best, for me, it's probably my favorite item, so you can ricochet it and get that nice hit, and it, it's the most satisfying for me to use. There's also a sort of sticky bomb, like a little mine that you can place on walls or on the floor. And hitting someone into that, it can be, again, satisfying. Although, if you're not careful, you might find yourself dodging and actually dodging into it. So you got to be careful. 
And other than that, there are really no other weapons. It's just those four. There is a, a like a football or something in the brawl ball mode, which I, I don't play. The other modes, besides the fighting ones, there's a horde one. I mean, they don't, they're just not as engaging. And it's hard not to compare it to Smash Brothers because the gameplay is so similar. But I think that if they were to make maps and items that were, you know, a little less balanced just to have it, you know, in a less competitive mode, have your ranked stuff where you have your flat stages and your balanced items, to me, that makes sense. And I think it needs a little more variety. There is a battle pass. Uh, it's currently on season two. I have it. Um, I don't know if I'll complete it. I just want the Isaiah skin. But I think this battle pass is a lot better than the first one. It's got a synthwave theme, which I love. And the first one was a little less focused. And I think overall, this one's way better, especially with the avatars and the emotes and the skins. I think it really, uh, it's really quite good. But I think that this game could be really something quite special if it just, I don't want to say... Like, obviously, I don't want it to just copy Smash Brothers with the stages or items, that sort of stuff, but the game does need a little bit more variety. I think the art style is really interesting, especially when stuff gets animated. So I think if they push the game in a much more stylistic direction, while still keeping the satisfying gameplay of it, and just adding on a few details here and there with uh, some of the gameplay choices, I think it could be really, really good. Uh, I think it's quite good on its own already, and although it's not, I wouldn't say it's perfect, it stands strong on its own, and it has its own identity. A lot of people say it is a Smash Brothers ripoff, and I do think it is. It's definitely in the style of that game, but I don't think it's a ripoff. It's definitely its own thing. And I think I gotta give Brawlhalla, I'll give it a 4 out of 5. I don't think I wanna rate games the same way I do movies. I just, it's hard for me to technically judge games when some can be so different from others. And this one, I think even if I was doing it out of 10, I think it'd probably still be given an 8. But that's really all I have to say for Brawlhalla. And so I guess I'll move on to another free game. This one has been around for some time, but there's... In 2018, it had an average of like less than four players, something brutal like that. And now it's gone on to reach massive, massive popularity in recent weeks. And if you haven't played it, uh, I'm fairly surprised. Uh, and this game is Among Us. Keep in mind the version that I am reviewing right now is going to be the mobile version. I haven't played the PC version, and from what I hear, it's very, very similar. Just a few sort of quality of life changes here and there. And mobile is free. That's why I've been playing it. It's something like five bucks on PC. I play with my friends in a PlayStation party, and then we talk on the phone. If you don't know what Among Us is, the easiest way to describe it, uh, you can have anywhere from something like, I don't know if you can have three, but up to ten people in a game. And you're all crewmates on a ship, except for one of you who is an imposter trying to sabotage the others. Uh, the normal crewmate's job is to complete simple tasks, whether or not it's emptying a garbage chute, uh, clearing up an oxygen tank, fixing the ship's navigation path, repairing shields, that sort of stuff. All that is very simple, some are harder than others, but none of them are really difficult. Some can be time-consuming. There's, I think there's a good balance in difficulty and time. And so where the real gameplay comes in, uh, I'll 
you can t type, and I think that's where the game is weakest when you have these discussions with other players over typing because there is no emotion in any of their voices, right? It, you're only typing to each other. And so I find that with that, everyone will just believe somebody's first claim, and it's just not that strategic or fun. Where the real meat of the gameplay comes from when you're playing with other people. Uh, what we do when we're playing over our PlayStation, what I believe most people would do, is we mute our mics so we're not talking to anybody during most of the uh, gameplay. However, once a dead body is reported, whether or not the, a crewmate reported it or the imposter reported it themselves, uh, or if we have an emergency meeting, we'll all talk and discuss who we think the intruder is. And that's really where the game excels the most. The gameplay isn't, you know, super revolutionary or anything like that. It's really quite simple. You just complete tasks as a crewmate, and imposter can sabotage uh, other areas of the ship or use vents to get around. That's all really, really simple, but it's a, it's a, it's a style of gameplay that works very well. Think of old games you'd play in drama, like Mafia, or other games that I cannot think of at the moment. It's very similar, you know, one of us is the bad guy, we gotta figure it out. And so the real enjoyment from the game comes from you, the player, and the interactions among your friends. Very similar to something like Jackbox. I mean, it's not the same as Jackbox. Actually, I should state that Jackbox has a, uh, who is the, push the button, it's called. A very, very similar game. And I actually, I don't know if I prefer that, but I think that can be funnier, although Among Us is definitely more strategic. But Among Us, it's completely fun due to you interacting with your friends, and you gotta cheat, well not cheat, but lie and scheme your way if you're the imposter, and trying to figure out which of your friends it is, especially when your vote could mean the difference between life and death. It's, it can get really intense, and so it really it provides a really solid gameplay experience on such a simple game. This one is also 2D, and it is sort of animated like Brawlhalla is. It's not pixelated, although it's definitely not as crisp animation as Brawlhalla. The, there are three maps. The classic, the first one, the spaceship, is the one that pretty much everyone plays on. There is the uh, sort of sky base, which I don't love, just because I find the layout to be a little weirder to navigate. And the third one, which I believe is the largest, although it could just be the same size as the first one, is this sort of base that you've landed on, and you're I guess you're trying to set it up. There's lava and snow. That's the one that feels the most horror-esque. And it's really not a scary game. I mean, some people do happen to have stress whenever I die. I'm okay, whatever, moving on. But the sound and ambience to the game really helps kind of make this style that is very cutesy. I mean, the spacemen, I think that they have the potential to become fairly iconic because it's such a simple design. But that sort of cute design and character uh, look is really well juxtaposed against the horror kind of alien the thing style last man alive sort of gameplay it's just it's got a good style and it definitely does have its own identity it's got a really unique voice 
And I think that how simple the game is, it really lends itself to some of the most fun I've had playing a game recently. And I definitely, if you haven't tried it, I would highly recommend it. I mean, it's there isn't a ton of stuff that I would improve. Really, what I would do is add more maps, uh, just sort of to give people that variety, give people that choice. I recently saw an animation where it was uh, Among Us with 100 people. If you haven't seen the animation, it's it went uh, it was on trending, I believe. It's hilarious, and I think it, I don't know if they'd be able to do something like that, but that would be really insane. Especially if you could do something, you could probably work in more intense modes on something like PC, or if they even went for a console release, they could do stuff like that. I think that the game. Overall, I mean, maybe there are limitations on mobile, but then again, there are there are other games like Fortnite that work well on mobile. So I don't see why Among Us couldn't do something a little more extreme because the developer, um, they canceled Among Us 2 and are putting all the sequel content in the first game, which I think is a very good idea. I don't think you need to split those two games up, especially when this one is finally gaining a lot of steam. The basic gameplay of Among Us, I think it can be flipped on its head if they wanted to. As long as the original mode is there, I think they can really get experimental. There are things like security cameras in one on the first map. You can have a log of people entering certain doors on the sky base map. And you can have a, a signal reader of people's heartbeats, who's alive and who's dead on the third map those unique little features that can make or break someone's game that's really uh, I, those are probably my favorite features of the maps in terms of how they differentiate other than just I guess the location there isn't a crazy amount of stuff to fix in this game I mean it's been out for a long time and it's a super super small game all I would improve personally other than adding maps and getting a little more experimental is maybe polish up a bit of the style like the animation it's good it's very simplistic but you could make it a little more polished a little more professional looking you know sort of like Brawlhalla I think Brawlhalla's animation style is very very spot-on I think it's exactly what it needs to be among us uh, that animation could be improved a little I don't think uh, I mean I'm sure a lot of people enjoy the very simple uh, sort of uh, I don't want to say gritty but little, it's a little rough around the edges, I guess, in its execution, but I don't know if that was the intent. I think that it's a game that could be expanded upon in a really interesting way, especially, I mean, being free to play. Both of these games I've talked about today are free to play, and I think it that's perfect for a game like Among Us, and I can't wait to play more of it soon. And while I do think it could be improved, I still think it's really, 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 really strong. And I'd also give this one a 4 out of 5, I think. It's, I think, closer to being a perfect game than Brawlhalla is. However, the the game has so little in it to begin with. But that's not, you know, I'm not, that's not anything against the game. There's just, in turn, not a lot they need to do to make it that perfect gameplay experience. And I think it's a really good way to socialize with some friends and it's hilarious. It's definitely the one of the highlights of this year. And so, yeah, four out of five, I think. And with that being said, that is sort of the end of the show. 
if you would like, I have up on my Instagram this week, I will be putting up some stories where you can drop uh, questions where I will answer them on the next podcast. My Instagram is underscore Benaka underscore and you'll I'll put up a few different stickers on my story throughout the week so you can uh, go and ask some questions there. If they're any longer than the little box allows you, then just message me directly. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. It has been a minute since I uploaded one of these podcasts, and uh, if you happen to be listening right now, I might as well tell you that I did record all of this yesterday, and if I can actually get my act together, this will be going up today as well. However, the part of my Brawlhalla review and all of my Among Us review was totally messed up in the recording process so i've re-recorded it here and put it in just a little just a little fun behind the scenes fact and i'll be uh hopefully getting work on getting back to work on those uh review content videos uh spongebob's uh on the the spongebob trilogy and the bill and ted movies are the ones i'm working on right now so thank you all for listening and i wish you all a great day or night depending on time of day or night Uh, And as always, stay tuned.